what does it mean to pursue something? To pursue happiness, joy, love, friendship. These are the profound thoughts that propel us forward in life. And my name is Taylor. And my name is Adam. Imagine you're going on a, a long journey, and this could be a journey across across a continent, across an ocean, or really, you could even imagine that this journey is your life. <laughs> and now, can you imagine walking across a desert somewhere in, in the Sahara alone by yourself and, and really getting anywhere and certainly getting anywhere of, of meaning and significance? Would you even be able to survive long if you were if you were going out on this journey in the middle of the Sahara all by yourself? And I guess the, the question then becomes, well, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to, to, to go somewhere, somewhere far away? And or are you trying to just go as quickly as you can? And a favorite a favorite parable about about friendship and about humanity and about connectedness is if you're looking if you're looking to go fast go alone and if you're looking to go far go together and and this brings us to to the core of of what this podcast is about and for for taylor and for myself we we've i guess we've known each other since we were about eight years old when we happened to to be on the same YMCA basketball team, but we didn't even know each other really at that time or not that I think either of us can remember, but our lives somehow brought us back together um, when we were in high school together and we had a chance to, to really get connected and, and bond um, through the basketball team, through, through movies, through, through life and, um, through some some video games with friends and and favorite favorite music, but I guess we'd never say Taylor, you tell me. I guess we'd never say we'd expect to be here today, uh, recording this together. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. it's and it's it's pretty interesting. I I know uh, it's probably about four years ago. Um, so after high school, we kind of dwindled away a little bit. Our friendship sort of. Uh, you know, it was always there, but we never really reconnected. And I would say about four years ago, you know, I was, you know, I went through a breakup, you know, and we, the things that you go through when you're, when you're 23 and, and you struggle a little bit. And I realized what are those, those profound things that you need in your life? And one of those things are friendships. And I remember all those awesome conversations that we used to have as a kid and I knew that I should probably reconnect with you and, and try to build that friendship again. And, and so I did. And I called you and I was like, hey, man, let's, uh, let's talk. Let's catch up. And through those four years, we kind of have, we've reconnected. We realized that through all the struggle that we can go through in life, the one thing that really brings anyone together are the relationships, you know? And I think as we've talked more and more, we've realized that a couple important empowering things in life are purpose and meaning, and then also community. And that's what sort of brings us together today. And we've built this beautiful relationship. And 
sort of getting that message out to the world that building that community, nourishing those friendships, that, that might be one of the most important things in life, you know? And I know you, you definitely agree and you've gone through your journeys and you've gone through your strife and you've gone through your struggle just like I have. And yet we're, we've always been here today to, to help guide us through those important moments, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the reason we're here today to, to do this together is, to be honest, it's, it's not necessarily for the people that are going to be listening, but it's just for us to be able to, to have, have more fun together and play around <laughs> with, with experiments. And, and if at the end of the day, people tune in and they, they'd love to kind of hear a little bit about our lives and hear a little bit about our thoughts, well, then that's the icing on the cake. But yeah, at the end of the day, this is something that, that we just get to do together and get to share together. And, and as long as we're having fun, that's, that's more than good enough. And where we'd like to go is, is to just share profound stories and, and lessons and, and different, I guess, philosophies on, on life. And, and hopefully whoever's out there listening is able to take something out away from us. Um, so Taylor, why don't you, I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, share a little bit about your story and some of your, your growth and your transformation and, and how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, man. And I, uh, I think that's about why we, we call the name the pursuit as well as I think after listening to our stories, you kind of realize that pursuing something is, is greater than just the word. You know, what does it mean? to pursue something, you know, are you pursuing happiness? Are you pursuing joy? Are you pursuing the things in life that make our life profound? You know, and like for me, I studied medicine and I went to college. You go through all those years of, of learning what it means to be a medicine man. And you go through those struggles and you go through that strife, you know, and at the very end, I'm able to form relationships with patients. I'm able to form relationships with my own family in a more profound way. And I love that. And those are empower, empowering messages. And it's not just the medicine as well, but it's also the traveling, going experiencing new cultures. All those adventures that I've gone on really bring me back to the whole point of making this podcast in general. Pursuing something is not really just about pursuing one's own individual accomplishments, but it's, it's pursuing meaning and joy with the people that you love. It's about pursuing experiences with the people that make you better in life. It's about pursuing love with someone that you know you can connect with. You know, we both have beautiful girlfriends in our lives and that they are, you know, some of the people that bring us together even stronger. But yeah, and I know you, <laughs> Your story is a little bit more uh, exceptional as well in, in its own ways. So you teach me about that, man. Tell me about your life. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's transformed drastically from where it was even just a few years ago. And the thing that I, I feel a lot these days is this feeling of somehow having arrived, somehow having, having made it, and I guess being being complete and being enough in some ways. And, and that's not something I, I feel like I would have said 
many years ago, once upon a time. The reason the reason I say that is, I guess from my from my background and my experience, I, I came from, you know, a fairly loving family, but but a family with with some challenges and a family with, uh, I guess, divorce and a family with some some strife and. And as I grew up, I, I guess I somehow internalized a little bit that relationships can can be hard and they can be they can be challenging and they can be scary and and uh, and I was often quite quite shy and introverted growing up and and I had a I guess I had a bit of a belief at a young age that uh, maybe I just wasn't wasn't as smart as the rest of my family. Everybody was was engineers and doctors and, and lawyers and uh, my parents were, were both uh, you know engineers with with master's degrees my brother and his sister engineers with master's degree working at working on big projects and um, and I just kind of I was the youngest and you know was good at was good at basketball was good at uh, I don't know I was good at good at reading good at playing sports um, kind of good with with people a little bit but you know somehow somehow that ended up I guess over a long period of time um, really blossoming into a huge focus on people and in relationships and and now nowadays building community um, but this this didn't come easily this this really came through some deep inner work because I, I had to kind of work through some of these these limiting beliefs to be able to to I guess stand up for um, stand up for my values and stand up for for who I am today and and uh, and there was a specific period of a few years um, where I essentially you know had had a few different opportunities to to take different jobs tried out different things with was going to go into computers and cybersecurity and technology stuff and then had a had a crazy opportunity come up to to go work with with Greek life and fraternities to try and change them to 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 offer a meaningful experience to their members and and contribute something to campus life instead of being you know a Hollywood Hollywood horror story about about uh, excess and extremes and and I took a crazy opportunity to go to go try and change Greek life for the better, um, and that really started my my journey of, of transformation to to try and make sure that um, yeah that that young young people um, young men and, and young students out there um, were were having a having a good sort of developmental experience and coming out into the world ready to contribute and. But the whole while, I, I guess, I guess because of also some some relationship challenges with with family and and with some past girlfriends, I I found myself at a few different points just kind of getting kicked down into the dirt a little bit and having to find having to find a new meaning for life and um, and eventually it came out to be helping other people, supporting them in their in their journeys through life and. And essentially trying to make a difference and do something different for for others and for the world. Um, and I don't want to ramble on about this too long, but I guess I guess it essentially just goes back to um, 
you know, where, where Taylor and I were able to, to reconnect. And, and that started to show me that if I really got interested in other people's lives and I got curious about them and, and I really, and I really said, you know, Hey, what, what are you going through right now? How can I, how can I help you? How can I support you? Tell me, tell me what's happening. It could it create a, create a big catalyst for that person. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting that all our journeys, they are just stories right? stories that we share with someone else and we connect through stories. We connect through stories and find meaning and we find that purpose and we find a reason to pursue something because we, we relate to things. And, and I loved your story, man, you know, so I'm going to dig down a little bit in that because I think it's good to talk about it. So it's 2016, right? And you're in San Francisco and you got a cybersecurity job, which, you know, you're making decent money and you're doing okay. You're living life, but you're not happy. You know, you, you know, you, you have a relationship and things are going well there too. And I know life changes. And that was about the same time that I reached out to you and started to reconnect with you and, and find a way to, to find happiness and, and to find joy and, and, and purpose through connection. Right? So, tell me, so tell me about that. So it's 2016 and talk about the next couple of years, man. Talk about what happened over the course of the next three or four years that brought you to where you are today, where you are in this, the Alps right now, sitting on a mountain, talking to me, having a podcast. But you had a journey, bro, and I want to hear about it. So talk to me about, talk to me about those couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been about, well, three, four years now, and things have just tra- changed drastically. And, you know, I guess it, I guess it came from the realization that uh, if, you, if you want your life I guess if you have a feeling that something's off in your life and you start to really reflect on it and, and talk with other people about it, like, like you and I were able to do, you start to really get this feeling that maybe something's missing or something needs to be changed. And, and I started to get feelings from a lot of things that were happening uh, that, that I needed to make some big changes. And, and specifically it was, yeah, 2016, 2017 when I don't know. There was, I was kind of stagnant in San Francisco. I was, I was making good money and, and off, off to really good start in my career. And, and, um, everybody in my company really liked me and I was doing well in my consulting projects with some of these um, Silicon Valley like tech giants. But, but after, after doing direct work in kind of the people space with Greek life, it just really felt like, what am I doing here? Sitting inside these these buildings and uh, working on uh, documents and and just sitting behind a desk and a computer and and I think the thing that became super clear to me was, um, you know, again, what what am I doing to make the world a better place? And and are the people around me and are my relationships fostering that? Are they allowing me to to go to the next place and and I really just was able to kind of see after talking with you, after talking with one of my one of my really good friends, Carl, um, and, and a variety of other people. I saw that you know, I've got to make some changes, or or life is going to take me along for the ride instead of me taking life on for a ride. And, and so, so what happened, man? so I um 
yeah, I guess starting first thing was again, changing the environment and changing the relationships. And so I had some really, some sort of deep, deep discussions with, with my current girlfriend or with my, with my girlfriend from the time and, and was able to kind of come to a conclusion that, that we needed, we needed to change. And, and that was the first step was, and that took me months to kind of really, really come to a, to a conclusion on that. And then, and then essentially things just started to fall into place. It was a crazy year where Brexit, uh, the first Brexit vote happened. Um, then Donald Trump was, was elected at the same time we're, we're in San Francisco and there's all these fires in Santa Rosa and Northern California and the city's literally covered in smoke. People are talking about climate change and, and I'm still sitting in this building working on policy documents for, for big tech companies. And, and then a hurricane goes through the Caribbean and basically destroys Puerto Rico, which is a U.S. territory. And two of them actually, Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Maria. So I went out there with, with my good friend Carl and just tried to somehow get involved and, and see what I could do to help. And, and I had some really hard-hitting conversations with my my company at the time to just try and figure out, okay, well, uh, am I quitting or, or am I going on a sabbatical or am I going on a vacation? Or and my original plan was to just sacrifice my Thanksgiving and sacrifice my, my Christmas holiday break. Um, and, and what it turned into after being there for a few weeks and seeing, seeing how these people were living with, with no electricity, no running water, not even a roof over their heads. Sometimes it, it showed me that you know life is about so much more than than how much money you're earning, or do you do you have uh, the latest iPhone, or, or do you have uh, a Galaxy phone, or do you have a Tesla or something like that, and or could you maybe get a Tesla someday? And and it's a lot a lot more than just chasing chasing these things and playing in the rat race. And so this this just continued to blossom where I just said, okay, well, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do something really different and just take some, take some time to, to go out there and make a difference. And, and right in the middle of that, after just a couple months of being in Puerto Rico, I found out that my, my dad who had just, just retired at 58, uh, caught the flu and it was a really bad flu season once in a decade sort of thing. And he, after just three days of not feeling so well, um, passed away on on January eighth of of twenty eighteen. And you know, this was just again just a huge. I didn't even talk to him in in about two weeks because I was in Puerto Rico and there wasn't great cell phone service, and I was I was busy busy working. And and it's just such a again like such a crazy thing to say. This this man worked for so much of his life. Uh, was working on, on somebody else's dreams at, at somebody else's company and, and working on somebody else's time schedule. And he still liked his life and he still had, had fun and enjoyed himself. But at the end of the day, you know, he, he was thirsting for retirement, thirsting to get some freedom. And he got it at 58. And then two years into it, caught this flu and, and died. And for me, that was just a huge moment to say, and all right, well, for me, and for I guess what I want to discover in the world, there's got to be something more meaningful than just living for the future and living until tomorrow 
and essentially playing in somebody else's game and playing somebody else's world and then hoping you get to hoping you get to go after your dreams maybe someday in the future so I, that's essentially when i decided to kind of quote unquote retire myself at at 25 years old yeah and where and you went to you went to europe isn't that right how long yes. have you been traveling man so it's been it's been almost two and a half years or about two, two and a half, half years, years. Um, i started in did some family travel in Alaska. Um, I ended up uh, basically um, developing some really close relationships with some some people from Switzerland and some people from Germany. And I went, I, I had an intention to, to basically just stay in Puerto Rico for as long as I could help. And I was there for off and on five or six months. Um, met a lot of international people there and was able to work with hundreds of different um, hurricane victims there and, and help them get get money uh, to be able to rebuild their lives and rebuild their homes. And from there, I decided to, to go down to South America for three months. And I was in Colombia, practice my Spanish, um, move on to, to Europe. And I was in Europe off and on for the first time. It was about eight months off or on, off and on. Uh, then I visited family for the holidays and then back in, back in Europe, um, for uh, basically the whole, the whole time, uh, since, since then. And, yeah. um, and I've been able to, to build some, build some new relationships, but the whole goal was, you know, I'm going to live life on, on my terms and kind of create yeah. my own sort of, my own sort of dream and, essentially like you know this this line of retiring the idea being that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna find a way to live so simply and so meaningfully that i'm only gonna kind of work when when something calls me to do it and and what is going to be that that purposeful meaningful work um, to get to get uh to get working on and this is one of the examples of something that I think is is super meaningful. You and I continuing to build something together and having a relationship, um, continuing to to develop and, and foster this. Yeah, and it kind of goes down to the whole pursuit idea as well. You know, you've been on this adventure yeah. here, trying to figure out what it is that that brings you happiness, and along the way, you've found that to be some of the most, you know, complex, important things about purpose, about meaning, about relationships. And it's kind of interesting how the people you talk to sometimes, those are the people that spark you in a direction. It's chance events, right? So the, you meet someone on a cruise in Alaska and that, that person was a nurse and she loved to travel around and she loved to meet new people. And that sparked you on a, on a purposeful trip out to South America, out to Puerto Rico, out to Europe to meet more and more people. And over time, those relationships have an effect on us. I know having my conversations with you and you having conversations with me, like we've grown because of the complex topics that we talk about. But oftentimes, these aren't our original topics. We don't come up suddenly with this deep, profound moment where we're saying, hey, 
I know now what's going to bring me happiness. It's not that easy. A lot of times these are thoughts that come to us from other people. They are from relationships that we've grown. So the answer to finding happiness, I don't know. It's going to be different for every single person. But you can't find that answer on your own. A lot of times it's the connections that we make that push us in a direction. It's the connections that we make that make us understand what we have in our life makes us happy or makes us sad. And there's other emotions as well, but a lot of times it's because of those people that we take steps in those positive directions. And it can go the other way too. Let's imagine you have some friends that are pushing you in, in a direction that's not healthy. And you can let your mind wander to what those things would be. But at the same time, those people can push you in a direction that can lead you down a hole that you don't want to get into. Sometimes those holes can be deep. But that doesn't mean you can't climb out. And that doesn't mean that you can't find people in your life to get you to where you need to be. And you've yeah. traveled so much, man. And you've, you've talked to so many different people. And they've, they've had those effects on you. And you've impacted me. And, and I have these thoughts too, and I love to travel. I haven't done as much as you have. But the people I talk to, even if they're from the same city, they push you in those different directions. And I remember when I was 24, and I was working in a, a physical therapy clinic and just talking to patients, going through chronic pain. And working through that is not, a, not an easy thing. And a lot of these people are older and they've lived a whole life. And I think there's something about talking to a younger person that they want to inspire and, and, and give knowledge and advice. And a lot of people have lots of opinions. <laughs> but a lot of times they have an idea of what it means to have a happy life. But no matter what those stories were, it always was about the people that were in their life. Whether someone hurt them and they hold on to that regret and guilt and shame for years or that person made them happy. I remember this one patient I had, she, you know, older lady, and she said, I was so happy. And I asked her why. She says, well, in my life, I've had two men that I loved more than anything. They're both gone now, but I had those deep, long relationships. And I wouldn't ch change that for anything. And, and that stuck with me. And everyone's gonna have those different meaning meaningful moments as well. And it just depends on who you talk to. But it starts with having those conversations. And I remember two years ago when you were going through all this change and you were talking to, you were all about having meaningful conversations. We were both on this kick. We were on this huge kick about having meaningful conversations. you know. And I felt like for a while, I was like, ah, oh, man, I can only get these conversations with you, Adam. <laughs> but, but we went out of our way to, to just have those really deep profound talks with whoever we, we could. And you definitely did. You, I remember you were so sick of just having, I think this is when you were in San Francisco actually, and you were just so tired of just having, you know, small talk uh, or, or base level conversations because they weren't pushing you in the direction you need to go. And, and you went out of your way to have meaningful, purposeful conversations. It's almost like you were pursuing something greater just through the power of words. So, and I, 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 that stuck with me too. So, life, man, it takes us in circles, but it always brings you back to the more important things, and that's relationships and communication and, 
I don't know. There's nothing really, nothing really better, is there? No, no, definitely not. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think, I think you hit it, hit on an important chord there. And, and I mean, I think that's been a thing from both of our experiences. Is when you've, you've lived, you've lived in some different spots in the past few years, and, mm-hmm. and you've been able to create new create new relationships, new friendships, and, and essentially keep on going and and keep on learning. And that was one of my big goals with my journey was, uh, you know, to some, to some degree, you know, you have to be able to get out of your comfort zone and and push, push the boundaries. And, and that's something that um, I found it, like you said, quite challenging in sort of a, a similar environment with similar people uh, a lot of people are are doing the same thing, and and especially in kind of the the business, professional, corporate environment. A lot of people, a lot of people are are, I guess, kind of learned in in a little bit of playing playing the game, and, and a little bit of this uh, win friends and influence people, and and get everybody to to laugh and to smile and. It doesn't always lead to very meaningful or, or deep relationships, but like you said, that's something that we're so lucky to to have known each other for for you know almost uh, I guess twenty years now since that basketball since that basketball team and um, and you know I think that's something that I really pushed for with. I, I think in the last few years, it's been 26 or, or 27 different countries that I've really kind of, I'd say I've kind of spent significant time in and spent time with locals, done done couch surfing and have really made some some solid friends with yeah. in those places. And, and each one of these conversations stands out and is so, so unique and so different. And luckily... I think one of the great things, of course, about about Europe is in a in a footprint much smaller than the United States. You've got all of these different countries countries with their different cultures and languages, and, and I was really kind of living this life of simplicity, kind of out of a out of a backpack and, and couch surfing and um, blah blah car and and these sort of things to the extent that I really wanted to to just get out of my comfort zone and, and see different cultures different from, from what we see in America and Canada and, and I guess parts of the Caribbean and, and um, parts of Mexico, something that was really, really different. And, and I guess the biggest things I've really learned are about getting back to the basics, getting back to simplicity. And, and I guess I'm curious, Taylor, you know, from, yeah. from your journey and from where you've gotten um, you know, what, what really, I mean, I think you've gone through some, some pretty challenging moments from, from your study of medicine, which, I mean, the, the tests are, are infamously hard and, uh, to, to even just the consideration of, of student loans and am I going to step up and, and get this amount of money in debt and, and what am I going to do with, with my, with my previous relationships and, and how am I going to keep some of those? And how am I going to move on from some of those? And I mean, tell tell me what 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 kind of keeps you keeps you going, and what have you learned from from? Uh, so, kind of taking a step back for a moment before I get into that, but kind of thinking about the um, 
getting out of your comfort zone thing. And I think this sort of is, is a huge topic that kind of encompasses everything that I've done in my life because it's important to get out of your comfort zone and you don't realize it until you do. There's a lot of people that stay in the same town they've grown up with and they, they stay there their entire life and there is nothing wrong with that. You have beautiful connections and beautiful relationships though. However, I do think that it's so important to take a step somewhere, somewhere different, live there for a bit, and you grow in ways that you don't even understand until it happens. Even when it is happening currently, you don't know exactly what you're experiencing until years later. That was a big reason when I you know, graduated college and I wanted to go backpack Europe. That was something I'd always wanted to do, and I did. And just learning what it was like to be in Europe, and that's a thing a young person should do, and you grow from experiencing those new cultures. But when I went to graduate school, I, I wanted to do something different as well. I, you and I both, were, we grew up and we were raised in Arizona, born and raised in Scottsdale, Arizona. We went to Tucson together and went to U of A. And that was great and that was different, but it wasn't, it wasn't new, it wasn't a different culture. So I knew if when I went to graduate school, I wanted to go somewhere different. And it was either gonna be the East Coast or it's gonna be the Midwest slash South. That was the two cultures that I considered doing something because it was just different to me. And I got accepted to a school in Kentucky, in Louisville, and I got accepted to a, a university in, uh, in New York. And I actually thought that I was gonna get a better, more profound experience going to Kentucky, so I did. And I spent a couple years there and, and I grew and I learned and I met new people experience new cultures and you know especially interesting with all the politics going on today we're so certain that if you're from the west coast you're a certain kind of person if you're from the midwest you're a certain kind of person if you're from the east you are this a certain kind of person but in fact we are humans we are we're the same in so many ways and the things that drive us are always going to be the same. Love, purpose, relationships, community. These are the things that propel us. And, and this thought really stuck with me ever since I went to Kentucky because those are the experiences that, that bring us together. And I met my beautiful girlfriend there and she's still living there. And I moved back to Arizona and and I've had this talk with her before about having the idea of going somewhere new and you don't understand how impactful that is until you do it. And she's planning on moving out to Arizona with me and I'm going to, we're, we're thinking March, you know, so well, we're going to get out there and I'm going to help her move down and she's going to live somewhere new. And experiencing that is a pretty profound thing that she's doing. And that's something that love brings people together. Those are those, those are those experiences. And I took that and I knew I wanted to travel more. And I've, I've road trips throughout, and I know you have too, but almost you know, half, half if not more of the United States on, on single road trips. And just recently I, I, I camped and road tripped all around the, the West Coast. And I went from Arizona and I, I went to 15 national parks over 6,000 miles driven and I camped along the way and I went up through Montana, went up through Wyoming and went over to Washington and I 
drove down the coast and I went through all those states and I spent a lot of time and even in all those different unique cultures, it still was the same thing. People are beautiful and powerful in so many similar ways that it's one of those insights that, that bring us together. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. And, you know, it kind of shows you the, the power of travel almost. And I think we both realize that. Whether it is just traveling through the States or, or traveling through Europe, you know, I know somewhere I've always wanted to go is, um, I've always wanted to, well, I've wanted to go to Southeast Asia, which is a very popular tourist destination, but at the same time, it's important to get those new experiences and, and go and, and realize what those experiences are. And oftentimes you don't know until it happens. And, and yeah, man, and take that away and you look at the medicine, kind of going back to the question you asked me to begin with, you know, the whole purpose I wanted to go into healthcare was so I could be there for someone and be there and make an impact. And that was something I wanted to do since I was, since I was a kid. I was pre-med since I was freaking 18. And I knew that I wanted to do this my entire life. And I did. And I accomplished that goal. And it was one of the biggest accomplishments I've achieved in life. Because now I have the honor of being there for someone, being trusted, and helping them in the way that I, I feel I can. And that's a powerful experience too. And I would never change that. I think medicine's a pretty powerful, pretty powerful experience. Just all healthcare. And you can take that to any profession too. But uh, my sister, um, this is one of the big reasons I wanted to go into medicine. She, when she was 17, she was diagnosed with lung cancer, which is a, if you're familiar, this is not a, a young person's disease. And for a moment there it was very scary. And I was young and I was scared. And that was one of the hardest times of my life. And I thought I was gonna lose my sister. She made it through. Uh, she had a lobectomy and, and she's kicking so much ass right now that it is so inspiring. She is actually a, a pediatric oncology nurse. So she's working with kids in cancer to this day. And that's one of the callings that has transformed her life. But the strength that she showed and the power of changing someone's life through medicine was so powerful. And that was what brought me to, to wanted to go into it. And I'm glad I did. Because of those experiences, I'm gonna be the person I am for the rest of my life. And who knows what challenges and adventures await in the future, but that's something I'm excited to experience. The student alone thing, I mean, that's, that is what it is. It's the price you pay to which, you know, is complicated and you can go into the politics of it all, but I would never change any of that because it's so worthwhile to experience this. Uh, <laughs> depending on who you talk to, uh, graduate student debt is not a, it's a very complicated conversation that a lot of people have a lot of opinions about, but um, for me, it was worth it. And I would, you know, I'm not too concerned about it. I'll pay it back one day, you know. What's more important to me is experiencing moments with people I love, with people I don't even love, because giving kindness to others is one of the biggest gifts that anyone can experience in this life. That's why Christmas is one of the biggest holidays, 
And you get more joy from giving than you do from taking. And that's it's a simple thing to say. It's something that's spoken through the generations. But to give is to love. To give is to create happiness. So, I don't know, teach the young kids how important it is to give. And I, I love that. Yeah, this, this idea of the travel and, and even some of the, some of the travel being started by moments of, of struggle and, and of maybe challenge and suffering even. And, and it really strikes a chord with me again, this idea of the comfort zone. And, and I, I love this idea of to find yourself first, you must lose yourself. And, and, and it's a fascinating thing to, to leave, to leave everything, you know, and say, okay, well, who, who am I? And, and also the fascinating thing that whenever you're out and about in new places, people are constantly asking you, well, okay, who are you? And, and you have to answer that question. You have to really think through it. And it, it, it almost hits you every day when you're, when you're traveling, you might meet somebody new and they say, well, okay, uh, so who are you and where do you come from and what's a little bit of what your, what's your story and and I think we both have been so so incredibly lucky to for me just like you um, you know I had opportunities to to kind of get out of the state for for internships in California and in San Francisco and then I had opportunities to do stuff with SIGEP outside of the state and then my family lived all around the country and that started to expose me to these 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 regional differences and then with my work for the fraternity i was able to go to the east coast and i lived in um well after after a little bit of time in california then i went to the fraternity stuff in virginia and i lived in in uh in richmond virginia for off and on for three six months and then i also went up to basically the whole Northeast. And I got to work with 25 different universities um, across seven or eight different states from, from New Jersey up to Maine. And, and I got to live in totally new places for me, like obviously like New York and, and Boston. And, and I got to spend some good time in Washington, DC. And, and just like you, I made some pretty big road trips across the country. And, and you really, again, just like you said, you get this sense that that everybody's kind of on the same boat. We're, we're all on the same sort of journey through life. And there's, there's actually way, way more similarities than there are differences amongst people. And, and I got that feeling from an, early, from an early stage, living in different places around the US. And then when I came back to the West Coast and I was in California um, for a number of years before I, before I started this, this stint of travel in the last two and a half years. Um, it was just so, so profound that, that even when you transition cultures and languages, you, you still hear people laugh with the same sort of tone of voice. And you still hear, you still see people smile or frown or, or dance or, or scream. And it's pretty much all the same, regardless of, of what language you come from. And, but at the end of the day, you know, the more, the more we both have, have met new people and the more we've let ourselves be open to to something new and something different 
um, the more we've been able to to really grow and uh, and and I this one of my favorite quotes is in order to grow you must you must essentially suffer a, a bit of an injury to your ego because you think you think you know how to live or you think you know what you're doing or you think you know you think you know what's true in the world and then all of a sudden you go to a new place and you meet some new people and they you just see it immediately and and how different they're living or how different they talk about things that maybe the way that you saw the world and maybe the way that you feel or think about how you're living i mean maybe that's just your opinion or your perspective or your little slice of the pie and so that's been something that what we'll try and do you know on a on a at least a monthly basis here is to share share some different stories and lessons and and ideas more, from our own <laughs> if not more exactly um, from our own from our own sort of our own sort of journeys in life and and if we're all lucky you know we can learn from each other and and at the end of the day as long as we're as long as we're i guess in in uh in communication and in in connection with each other that's that's really a lot of what we need to be to be fulfilled and content and so i guess taylor to what would you what would you say here to I guess to to kick us off into the into the rest of our the rest. Well, I know that what it means to pursue something is it's a broad topic, you know, but it can mean so many different things. I know there's the pursuit of meaning, there's the pursuit of joy, the pursuit of happiness. All of these profound statements can mean so many different things, and it's going to be different no matter. Who you talk to and I think that we're young and yeah we haven't had every life experience out there in the world but that doesn't mean that we don't like to talk about it and that doesn't mean it's not worth reflecting and I'm excited to do this with you man I'm excited to talk about what it means to pursue change to pursue the things that make us better to pursue the things that we can sit back and talk about for years where when we're old and gray, we can look back and say, hey, man, we pursued it. Whatever that word means. So I'm excited to do this with you, and I'm excited to explore what it means to pursue the things in life that are worth pursuing. So I'm excited to do this with you, man. Likewise, yeah. Yeah, and we're excited. Whoever whoever happens to be listening, thank you for, for being here with us and and. A challenge or an invitation we'd like to offer you is, you know, if if you know us personally and you'd like to to send us a message, maybe ask us, maybe give us a topic, something you'd like to to hear us discuss or hear us hear us talk about. Maybe it's um, maybe it's maybe it's change, maybe it's pain, maybe it's loss, maybe it's growth, maybe it's meaning. Uh, but if there's something that that you've always thought about or you've always been curious about and and maybe you'd like to hear two random guys <laughs> discuss it uh we'd love to we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to continue to to share precious moments with you and and please be in touch with us and and taylor any any final words of words of uh of grace for and grace and wisdom for us today yeah, hopefully you guys learn from this in, in ways that you find meaningful.
So pursue the things that matter in your life because it's not just about us. It's about the little things in life that make it worth living. So I'm excited to share this journey with everyone. Likewise. All right. Well, for now, day one, this is The Pursuit signing off.